I remember being in Chicago, like, man, it was yeah. maybe like minus 10 wind chill. We weren't going to the playoffs. This under Coach Coffin, we suck. We probably was like yeah. six and nine at the time. Last game of the year on the sideline with that yak, trying to keep my body warm. Like, <laughs> I used to do some stupid shit on the game, man. I used to do stupid shit, bro. Oh, okay, LSU. Okay, oh, then. Oh, you see oh, us? Oh, 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 oh. How are we doing? Oh, you you see us? Yeah. Nice to meet you. What's happening? Nice to meet you. Oh, man. How are you doing? How are you doing? I have to represent. I'm going to him up. Yeah. I'm like, I want them tigers. Yeah. Why you, why you sizing me up? Because TP got me fired up. What they got to know? Why you sizing me up? Because TP got me fired up. Y'all got the okay. nerve to have on the same shoes, too? Yeah. Hey, no way. Hey, man. Y'all talk. Y'all talk. I've never actually saw you wear real Jordans. I know. And I, that's you, why I what do you wear? He'll rock a pair of mids. He wear Team Jordans. They always kill me on the mids. Team Jordans. His mids. Six rings. Tell her you don't want I love a six ring. And you going to put your sock on top of him, huh? Yeah, put your, put so, your, you put your uh, your jeans on top of it. So that, 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 that's, the, uh, that's the knot that comes from the factory. <laughs> oh, he the never undid it. Fact, that's the factory knot. The box knot. Y'all motherfuckers. You got to tie that. <laughs> no, bitch, that's the factory knot. Where your socks at, though? He said, nah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, see, this is, it's. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, like, sometimes, like, people it. think that this show is really evolved. You yeah, know, because we've had yeah. like episodes that we've kind of like helped the community. Yeah, but in truth, we're just a crap show. <laughs> we just so are we. She's like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I know. Back here, like, yeah, like I'm so sick of this. <laughs> Boots, you know, like I mean, y'all, y'all be tripping. Oh, but I love it though. Oh yeah, y'all, I love it. Faces, faces of the league. Faces Here of we the are. freaking league. <laughs> you know how many times I've been called the face of the league in the first ten years of my career? Zero. In the past three months, <laughs> countless, countless, countless times. Every time you told people to say it, I, I was like, "Shit!" Sure. <laughs> Hold up, limitless, bigger stomach, pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust, trust. Limitless. Nigga send me cap in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. me, I got the key. Well, Teresa plays arts. Yeah. Sid Colson. Welcome What's to the up? pivot. Chan. Freddie T, I'm RC. Now y'all just gonna be Sid and TP. I just had to introduce y'all one time to the people. Uh, like just to get it out. Oh, we um, rolling. No, we rolling now. Oh, I watched the Spice Adams. I remember Spice was like, wait, we rolling now? Yeah. It just, oh, just start. <laughs> don't worry. But for y'all though, like honestly, like to, to get started, because I don't think, I think a lot of times like people don't understand the world of professional women's basketball. Yeah. You know, and it's so cool that you guys are shedding a light on it, but in a comical way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like if you look at the skits, you look at the post on social, it's like, oh, I get that. I understand what they're doing, I understand it. But press conference, you know, yeah. you're like, don't talk about Candace Parker. Yeah. But like I want to start before that, you know, LSU alum, Texas A&M alum, both of you first rounders, but coming into the league, playing your first year, switching teams, yeah. and then being out of the league for years. Yeah. What was sort of that experience like and how does that shape the personality you have now, not only as a leader, but someone that could bring levity to a season. I think for me, just like making it to the W in the first place, 
is a huge deal. Like, same for y'all. Making it in pro sports, period, is like you're a small percentage of people who are able to do that. And so doing that, like, you're proud, of course, initially, no matter what round you go in, you're like, I made a dream become a reality. Like, that's huge. You go through whatever, not playing, um, being cut. For me, it just built, like, a lot of resilience. Like, I was always just, like, grateful for God having me in positions because I'm like, when I got no's, I can look back and in hindsight, I'm like, I needed that no because either I wasn't ready or I needed to be somewhere else. So it built something in me and it kept me competitive too. Like, I probably had more of a fire trying to stay, like, trying to get ready to get back in the league than I would have if I had just been in it. Yeah. Like, it, I think it produces more of a dog in you yeah. to have to find a way to get back. TP, do you kind of feel the, the same way about it? Because it's not, it's also, I think sometimes like social media can glamorize it a little bit more than the truth of what y'all go through. Right. And not only just trying to make it, but being there as well. Do you feel like that, that journey helped shape you a little bit? Like, is this personality new? Or has this always been you? Did it have to grow, you know, because of some of the adversity? It's really funny, like, whenever you get drafted and you live out your dream, you are so proud. And after that moment goes away, it, like, sets in, like, oh, I'm about to go into training camp and I'm about to compete against people that I've been watching since I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade. And you're going up against these big names and you're just, like... Grown women. Grown women. <laughs> Courtney Paris, first day training, tossing me around. I'm just like, is this pros or what? Like, so it, it really, like, you learn slowly and gradually, like, where you make your place in the league. Like, some people are destined to do great in the league. Like, the league won't let certain people fail, and there's some people that have to grind it out every single step of the way. For me, I never unpacked my bags until I got my first guaranteed contract. Like, it was just that. I kept my bags packed the entire training camp because you just never knew. Being good enough sometimes wasn't enough. Yeah. Sometimes it comes down to numbers, sometimes it comes to position, sometimes it comes down to money, politics, politics what have you. Yeah. There's, it isn't just what you do on the court. There's so much more that goes to it. And you learn through playing the game and through watching the veterans on your team, like, oh, not only do I need to do this, know my scout, be a hard worker, be on time, be punctual. Like, you gotta do the little things. You gotta do the things that nobody wants to do. You gotta do this, you gotta do that. And that's why I feel like I've stuck around in the league for so long is because all the little things. Like, yeah, we can, all, once you get to this level, you can all do it. Everybody's good at their sport. If you made it here, you're probably the best or second best person on your team. Yeah. So, like, that kind of cancels each other out. It's like, what makes you different? And you kind of have to learn about yourself through trials and tribulations about like what makes you different and how you can stick around. You guys said politics and little things and that stood out for me. In football, the little things might be to make a roster special teams. Yeah. Yeah. You know, most head coaches say they reserve a spot for one guy who's gonna hustle his ass off and that's typically a special team player. What are the, the little things that you're referring to and in the politics because I don't know your sport, like I know our sport. Uh, so the politics and little things, can you take a deeper dive? The little things, for example, Sid and I are 10-year vets in the league. We've been around for a very long time. At practice, like, we're sticking around playing three-on-three -three with people that didn't, like, play enough minutes or, like, we're playing with other people. Like, there's just little things that we're doing as 10-year vets that, like, you wouldn't ask other 10-year vets to do, but, like, because of our positioning in the league or what have you, like, 
we're trying to earn our keep. We're trying to make every little bit better. So if you can stick around, do extra work here, stick around with this person, work with a young kid over here, that person, like whatever it takes, right. carrying bags on and off the bus, like all the little things, like things that you don't even know matter. TP, hold on though. Carrying bags. That's like on and off. I mean, that was a little I was like seven years of rookie. I was carrying bags for a whole minute. Like we used to fight about who was carrying the shoe bag through the airport. Because it's a hassle. You check your own bag through TSA. You also have to check your team bag. And if you got stuck with like the Normatech bag or some kind of technology, and then they have to scan every time because they're like, oh, what is this huge block that you're bringing in here full of wires? And you're like, I don't know. I know it looks suspicious, <laughs> but it's honestly to help us out. We mean no harm. Recovery. So then like you just have to start pulling out all these things. And you're just like, I'm 27 years old. I own my own house. I own a car. I own all this stuff. And I'm carrying around a bag for 12 women to play a game tomorrow. Yeah. And it's just kind of like the little things like that. Like, well, I mean, even, even like attitude, which seems like a thing that like everybody should just have a good attitude. Like you should want to be a good teammate. But I can't tell you the amount of teammates that I've come across or people I've seen in training camps that like don't last because of like attitude. And so for us to be like 10-year vets who have never played super significant minutes on a team, TP says a line like in our show that's like, you know how hard it is to maintain a job with zero stats? Which is like, <laughs> for 10 years, like it's a little bit of a stretch. You have stats, but they're not significant. They're nothing that will make people who haven't watched our sport look at a piece of paper and say me or TP should still be in the league. Dang, we need that on the We team. need that. I need that point to I need assist. That. <laughs> I need that point to assist over eight years from Sid. You know what I'm saying? But you look at our dynamic on our team, you would never know. Like, you would think that we're leaders on a team because of how people respect us, because we show up every day. We do what we're supposed to do. We go above and beyond. We make sure we take care of our teammates on and off the court. You do a lot of managing, like, personalities and attitudes that, like, y'all know what locker rooms are like. Yeah. You have to manage a lot of stuff, and there will be people who don't play minutes, and they can be on the end of the bench, be pissy, be having an Howdy. attitude, just taking the energy of the team down. Had me and TP been like that last year, we would have been cut. Yeah, championship we team. We, were, we realized what we were a part of, and not that we would have had attitudes anyways, but you're just like, this is about to be a championship caliber team. I would be stupid to blow this because I'm mad I'm not playing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all understand that. Y'all understand where you are in your career, yeah. and y'all have been in the league so long, yeah. and y'all understand what you're trying to do for that team, yeah. and then the roles of it, but then y'all's relationship as well. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. is, is, that a, is that a funny dynamic or a or, or like weird dynamic two? that y'all have to do? I've been in some really interesting locker rooms where like you have people butting heads constantly, and it'll be your, your two best players. And you have to find a way to, you know, cohesively like have a, a relationship with this person without like making the other one mad. And like also being able to maintain this relationship and being able to like, being able to be that translator between the two, like it's a it's a hard web to navigate. And like a lot we of- could, We're like therapists at, at times. Yeah. Like you should yeah. be, we should, people are wondering we why we're in the league. It's like we're getting paid because we are doing a lot of jobs. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> it's more than just being a, a teammate or like a player, you have to, you go sometimes and you're carrying like a load. You leave price, you're like, fuck, I did not. 
feel like dealing with all this shit today. Like, why can't y'all just come home? For real, for right. real. You understand yeah, that role important. that you're playing. Absolutely. Because, I mean, y'all probably... Hard. It is, but when you're on a team, y'all have probably been on teams where you have people that didn't accept roles, and it would have been great if you could have got that person that was really talented, but, like, we don't need you... We don't need you to score all the touchdowns, but we need you to block. I don't know. We need you to do yeah. something that's going to get somebody else open, but they don't want to. Pride or whatever prohibits them from being able to accept that role. Yeah. And it's like you really fucked the team over by not realizing that I can just be like a smaller cog in this machine, but at least I'm still part of the machine and I can help get shit done. Y'all dang near like Udonis Haslam. Yeah, that's what, that's what <laughs> right. That's what coach likes to call. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, so like in that dynamic and understanding. Okay, this is a championship team. Mm -hmm. You know, us three, we share something that these two don't share. Right? They've never been a part of a professional championship. That was so shady. In, in I was waiting to see what he was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> look, we so used. To I didn't want to make eye contact with y'all. I was just like. Look. We so used to it, not not professionally. Um, I won a college championship. Okay. You know like you're on your own. <laughs> you are on hey, your own. Throw me under the bus again. Yeah. 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 But y'all, hey, y'all got real turn at the parade though. Yes, we did. Tell, tell me a little bit, like so, our parade when we won the championship, something else. They, <laughs> They never got to do. Yeah, it was in, not winning a championship in like four different phases. <laughs> it was in, I was I joined it was in February. It was freezing in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It was just a it was a different you really just had to be happy you won the championship. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, but that, that's being a I'm, just, I'm talking to people who understand oh. I'm talking to. They, they say they therapists. I like having conversations yeah, with people who know. That's, that's let me turn. Do. Let I'm me I'm gonna turn away We're from here you too. Yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but honestly, though, like, y'all have that parade, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get to that point, and sometimes there are people who, like, start to, when you, when you get to that point, you start to, like, go through your resume of what you contributed that year. And people are, so, like, I saw dudes who were, who were upset at a parade for a championship because they didn't get enough playing time. Dudes who felt like they should have been a bigger part of it or or even in the like acknowledgement of, okay, you're going to speak or you're going to speak, you're going to... For y'all, what was that feeling like of being like, nah, I contributed to this. I'm a, I'm a reason of why we got this, especially because y'all team got stars. Yeah. You know, y'all in that moment, though, getting to enjoy it, and at the end, just tell me how drunk y'all got to. <laughs> so what I'll, I'll start off by saying yeah. that you prepare for a championship. What we didn't prepare for, Sid and I are like... Honestly, this is gonna sound corny, but we play board games every single night. Like, we don't party, we don't go out. Right. We sit there We're and we play this game called real. Pirateer, and it's bomb, okay? Yeah. Keep that on the record. Yeah. <laughs> so, at the parade, we prepared for a championship. We trained for a championship. What we didn't train for was the aftermath. That was the hardest part of the season. <laughs> it was so hard to get up. Each day to go to a new club or whatever. Yeah, where they were like, how long, for us to how long go? did it last? Probably like three days. or four days. That we were it was endless when you're like constantly hung over. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you got a dream to get your hangover. That only works for like so long. It doesn't work actually. I never saw it working. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt like not only were we not in Pittsburgh in February, it was the most beautiful day. Yeah, it uh, was. In the parade was it awesome. was so nice. Look, let me tell you, we thought, so once we won, like, we be, like we said, we've been around the league for a while. The WNBA will be on some bullshit sometimes. Okay. It will be on some bullshit. So when they told us that we were going to have a parade, we were like, this, don't play with us. 
This is about to be something just like janky is what we were thinking. They showed us the route that we were going to be taking once we got on the bus. We were like, this is like going to take all of five minutes. Like when kindergartners go around their little wagons and let their parents pull them in? Yeah, like we're like, that. this is about to be so quick. This is, this is, I can't believe this is how they're about to celebrate our championship, the first one right. for, the pro, for a pro team in the city. So we get there and we ride a bus from like our apartments to the parade, like to where we're meeting on the strip. Okay. And for like four blocks, people are lining up like, Already. It's, it's already lined up, and this is probably like 30 minutes away from it starting. So we're rolling up, and we're all just having to like eat our words that we were saying. We were talking shit. We were like, this would be some. And we're looking, we're like, damn, they really came out. By the time the parade was happening, they blocked off one side of the strip, just like in preparation for how many people might be there. They ended up having to block off the other side. That's dope. And I don't know if y'all ever saw pictures or videos, but it was something like we're on the stage and we're looking back and we can't even see how far back yeah, right. the people go. That's like how far back it went. So for us, it was just really cool to be a part of that because our team is really good at treating everybody like their role matters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like we know for sure that the coaches saw our value um, and that our teammates did. And because we don't have superstars with egos, like they love us the same, they really don't care because we help prepare people in practice. Like They know we play hard and do our job, but it's good to be a part of a group of people that do they don't care who gets the shine yeah. and they don't care if you're first or last on the bench. Like We all genuinely love one another. Well, how come look like people was coming to like the last press conference already tore up? Say that, wait, say that again. Y'all had people oh, oh, like Asia. Asia was like, yeah, Asia shot. pulled up to the, like, she don't know how to drink champagne? Like, you're not even supposed to drink it like that, Wait, though. time out. They gave us beer. It was beer? They didn't give us champagne in the locker room. It was beer. We were sponsored by Michelob Ultra. It was Michelob Ultra. <laughs> yeah, that was really like, Our shoes are going to smell like this? Right. Right. We so, were spraying it. It probably looked like champagne, but that yeah, was... Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> it was a good concept. Like, right? we got the spray here. We got the spray there. It was cool. I'm going to speak up for my girl, Asia, here. Right. Okay, you eat your pregame meal probably around, like, 4 o'clock. Yeah. Asia played probably like 40 minutes. <laughs> and then she just like celebrated. Her metabolism was like, yeah. For hours, because we're getting on the jet and we're all still drinking. Yeah. Like, we're drinking that entire flight. They People eventually try to go to sleep, but me and CP are still like, rally! Like, <laughs> <laughs> we won! <laughs> and so, you guys are tired? <laughs> We didn't play. So we're like, you losers, bro. You're all tired. You didn't do anything today. Some bitches, like, get up. So we're like, we're amped. So they were drinking for a very, very long time. So that's like in Asia's defense. Yeah. yeah. People were living. Yeah, she can't handle but a beer. That's crazy. Yeah, the beer wasn't it. I, I love y'all attitude and y'all approach. You, you know, you understand your roles. You've been in the sport for a decade. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I, I kind of want to ask, though, like, there's a silver lining. You know, I guess the rhetorical question is, is it worth it? But obviously, you both have rings. Yeah. You know, you, you have great relationships. You understand the business. I like to think, you know, I like to look at things like uh, when I think about sport, I think about, like, you know, longevity and the benefits that come with it. WNBA pensions, you know, uh, benefits, all those different things. You know, when you're doing what you're doing, do you guys think of, you know, after the game is done? 
You know what I'm saying? Like you just teased, talking about, oh, do we retire right now? Yeah. But you're doing what you're doing. You're having fun in the process. You're grooming the, the younger players. Yeah. You've seen a lot. You won the championship. But like, there's a silver lining in all of it, right? Yeah. So for sure. what is it exactly? And how are the benefits? Like, I don't know the sport, but I... We don't have a pension for one. Yeah. No? So this is our benefits. Time out. What did you say? We don't get a pension. And I think now they've raised it. We can invest, I think, what is it, 19000 into our 401k? Yeah, like our 401k. Per okay. year. Yeah. That's all we get. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a way. And they match it, like, they do up match to a certain percentage. Yeah, it's up to a certain percentage. It is definitely is not above 25%, though. It is under 25%, but... Yeah, but it's not like because like in the league, in the NFL, if y'all play a certain amount of years, mm -hmm. you autom it automatically triggers. Yeah, like and guys still don't put money in it, which is crazy to me. Like yeah. when I came in, it was one to one and like one and a half. Yeah, like we can yeah. do fifteen grand and then they'll match one and a half. Yeah, and you'd be surprised, guys still don't put, put it all money in. I think we do two and a half. I think you know what I'm saying. I'm sure right now they it's probably crazy. I don't keep up with it as much, but I still would be surprised that guys don't put money into it. You know, but in your sport, though, like, you have to try and take advantage of yeah. those type of opportunities, right? For sure. Absolutely. But then I think you look at, like, a benefit for us was that, like, we got our show off of being vets who had good attitudes, did what we were supposed to do mm -hmm. for years. We're just, like, good people. Like, we're both very relational people. Like, I always care more about the people involved in something I'm doing than, like, the actual thing that's being done. And I think when you behave that way and that's probably like my faith and stuff that like leads me to behave that way but when you treat people a certain kind of way like I'm not always saying things are going to come back and that's not why you should do it things won't always happen to you because of it but it's just easy to live life that way there's no reason to be going around treating people poorly and so have me have we had like bad attitudes been cut from a team we never would have met one another we just mm -hmm. met last year yeah. and we got the show a couple months into the season once I told my agent like this is the girl that I have to do how something did that, with. How did those conversations start between the two of you that that was something you wanted to do? I never wanted to do it. <laughs> I was out. I was going She would like, it was like constant, like, you know that little gnat? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's kind of built like Sydney. <laughs> Not built like... <laughs> built exactly like Sydney. It was just constantly in my ear, like, you could do TV. And I was like, Sid, no, I probably couldn't do TV. Like, I have a face for radio. Like, be real here. <laughs> so, like, we're say, like... That, that was the say about me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we can go on a radio show. <laughs> that's that's going to go over a lot of people's heads. Hey, I, I got a face for radio. I know exactly, <laughs> I know exactly what it is. You're not your dad's <laughs> only Yeah, my parents are so good to me. They tell me I have a face for radio. I love them. <laughs> she was just constantly in my ear, like, we could do this with it. We could do this with it. There were just things that happened. She was so that, funny. I was just like... We have to do something. We were just so outrageous. Like, we have this personality where, like, we brought something to, like, the next level, then we would just, like, add to it more. We just take shit over the top. Like, and people would be sick of it. Once we met each other, we realized we had the same humor. It was like, wow, this is going to be a really long season for everybody else. Like... <laughs> it was. But we pride ourselves in, like, 
keeping it light, keeping it like fun. Like, yeah, like the levity you were talking right. about. Like, yeah. it just makes it easier. Cause it's, it's, it sucks to like walk around miserable and not, about not playing anyways. Like yeah. we're still competitive in practice. It's not that we don't care about playing, but once you see how things are going and a coach has made their decision, you still try to change things through practices. But once they make their decision, that is what it is. Yeah. So be a good team player or just like quit yeah. if you can't handle yeah, that's it. But does, does, does like does the team do do they embrace that with y'all? Because yeah. of the fact, like you're saying, like you're not you're not starting, you're not doing that, but the social media side and the attention side, like I, I ended up watching y'all's podcast and I was laughing my ass <laughs> off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do, do does everybody embrace it? The couple side of it too. Yeah. It, it's a it's a different dynamic and y'all are transcending different things like well you're not saying couple like we're together are you no 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 i'm just saying oh, like, I was the, like we're not together we're no, 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 but the, but the, the but, pairing but, yeah the pairing <laughs> we're pairing just wanted to clear that and also yeah. too she people believe she's gay just because she said it because <laughs> that's it but accurate did you say it's a it's a different <laughs> dynamic it is. but people love it and i enjoy watching watching what y'all do yeah. Like, that whole thing, too. Our team liked it, I think, because we already have, like, personalities on our team. Like, people have their own outgoing personalities. Yeah. Like, Chelsea's funny. Asia's funny. Like, we had a lot of funny players by themselves. But I think our level of goofiness brings more out of other people. They realize mm. they can relax. Um, our team, if you've seen us play, like, our team is so much better when we're having fun. I'm sure, like, most teams that maybe y'all have played on... When people are enjoying themselves and you like each other, it's so much easier to laugh, have fun, goof around. And when you have very talented players like our team has, it makes it way Also, easier. we have, like, good timing and balance. It's not like we're going into a timeout right. and down two with 30 seconds up, like, hey, guys, look at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't. No. But, yeah. like, there's a time and a place for it all, and I think that, like, our teammates, like, a big reason that we had the show, like, we have this thing called the Nerd Herd. It's me, Sydney, and Kia. It's like the three of us. We did trivia nights like every Wednesday that we could make. Yeah. And like we called ourselves the Nerd Herd. Kia is quiet. She is very like dry. Yeah. But like we just like all hit it off really quickly. When you put like the three of us, everyone's like, how does Kia put up with you guys? And we're like, we don't know. We literally don't know. She's like, yeah, I don't know how I'm a part of this, but like I like it. And she watches the show and she's like, I'm watching the show looking at what I look at in my everyday life. Like, right. we're exactly who we are on the, probably like a little bit more outrageous and, you know, fine tuned for TV, but like, that is a level of who we are, like, yeah. on the day to day. The WNBA embrace that? The league? I wouldn't say. Uh, there's people that are being like, who's TP? I've been in the league for a decade. Yes. And people are like, you, you, yeah. play, you play basketball? In the WNBA? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what team? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. was at the game. I didn't know that you were there. Kind of thing, and it's just kind of like... I mean, okay. we, we, we appreciate the league, obviously. Like, we've been in it for a long yeah. time. Like, the opportunities given to 144 athletes every year is phenomenal. But, like, the league has to do, and I think has started to do, like, certain teams have done a better job, but just has to do a better job of highlighting different players. The people. For me, it's, like, low-hanging fruit to just understand that people... People want to watch things sometimes because they connect with a person in their story. If you don't know a lot of other people's stories, you might not want to watch. But if you heard or, like, people saw me and TP's show, some people who have never watched basketball, they'll comment on our stuff and be like, I don't know shit about the Aces, but I've started to watch it because I love y'all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, for me, like, that's how you get more traction. That's how we get, like, a different fan base. That's how you reach more people, like, 
let more stories be told, and it doesn't, it doesn't take that much. Like, we could do it in each market, and you could do it from a league perspective, but it's almost like we intentionally miss the mark at times, and I think that's just somewhere where I, like, I, I feel like we're able to criticize it because we're in it. And I think when you love something and when you um, want to be a part of it and watch it grow, just like a relationship, you criticize it. Yeah. You, you call yeah. out where it can do better. It, you try to make it work. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. And I think that's just what we have to do. We have to be honest about what you can know, there's always, like, there's always the, the questions or the doubts that could come from being like, do I deserve a certain thing? Right? Have I earned a certain thing? And, you know, like, I, I deal with it at sometimes, too, because it's like I was a very good player, but I'm not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right, and, but I wanted to do TV, and I wanted to do these different things, and you start to wonder how you'll be yeah. accepted. Yeah. You know, you guys being ten-year vets, currently playing, and it's like, okay, we're gonna do this show. But knowing that it's not Asia Wilson or it's not Candace Parker, who are those names? Yeah. How did y'all get the confidence to say, man, we could do this and it could work, and then take that action to get it done? I think because I knew it didn't have anything to do with basketball, and it had all to do with like. I'm confident because of, like, what I know God gifted me with. And I don't think that God ever put me on earth to be just a basketball player. Like, I've always enjoyed basketball. I was just, like, talented as a young person, so I kept playing. I loved it. I went to school for free because of it. I got drafted because we won a championship when I was in college. And so things just kept happening, and God kept putting me in places. But I was never playing significant minutes, yet people still, like, wanted me around and saw my value on teams. And so I, I never doubted, like, what I was capable of. I think because I know I have parents who poured into me, siblings who believe in me. People always would tell me, like, you're so funny, you should have a show, all these things. And it's not that it made my head get bigger, it's just that I know who God made me. And so I'm like, the time will come where something that's supposed to be for me is going to happen. And that's, that was, like, my, my approach. I always believed that. I deserve the things that I'm getting because I know that I work for them. When it comes to TV show, I didn't, I didn't have confidence in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, I was just like, oh, wait, what? I was like a TV show, okay, <laughs> sure, okay. And we're doing 10, 10 episodes. Oh, wow, that's a Tell lot of Tell them what you thought it was. Tell them what you thought it was. So, <laughs> Sid, like, like, she's talking, she's like, oh, we're gonna work with Together. Together's an Instagram page, right? Okay. Production company. In my head. Oh, we're doing reels. We're doing little TikToks. We can do dances. Hey, hey. <laughs> That's what I think we're doing. So yeah. we're in this meeting, and they're talking like, all right, so we're going to start off. We're going to have an intro, and then we're going to have a short skit. Then we're going to have a commercial break, and then we're going to have the meet, and then we're going to have a commercial break, and then we're going to have a short skit, and then we're out of there. And in my head, I'm like, whoa, it's a long reel. <laughs> okay. So how long are each one of these episodes? And they were like, 30 minutes. I was like, 30 minutes? I was like, what are we doing? And she was like, you know, traditional TV show, 10 episodes, 30 minutes each. I was like, a TV show? I texted Sid, like, what the actual fuck are we doing? Like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what have you yeah. suckered me into right now? Right. Like, you did, I, did you not ask these questions before the meeting? She did, and I kept telling her, I'm like, yo, this is not just a podcast anymore. We're not just doing a vodcast. Because I told him, like, it should be something where we're in front of the camera. So it can't just be a podcast where they hear us. So I kept telling this to TP, and she would be like, okay, okay. So I'm thinking she understands. So we're in this meeting, and when they're talking about episodes, and she's like, why do they keep saying episodes? I'm like, girl, it's a show. <laughs> a TV show. And I, it all went over my head. I was like, no way. 
Why would they just, they never met me before. Yeah. Why would they just throw a TV show my way? Like, I think I'm funny. My family, hilarious. You ask anybody in my family, they love me. They think that I'm like <laughs> off the charts, but I would never, outside of being voted class clown in high school, proudly. Vanderbilt Catholic. Vanderbilt Catholic. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Look at that bond. Up. Oh, looks like Sue. You guys are not a clown. Have never been. Oh. Yeah. Had that what, title. What? Yeah. It was. It was it, more it, like the most I, likely to succeed oh, thing yeah. over here. So, man, oh, that man. was over right there. You are so shady. You feel it? Mr. That's how he does oh, it. You know, it's like Mr. Oh. Shaw. You know, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> how does how does um, how does uh, being from Houston and being from Louisiana, right? Yeah. How does that play into the dynamic? Like you guys' relationship, does that help with the show? And do you talk about hometowns and all that other it, stuff? It's not like a huge part of the show, but I think just like our like down south attitude, right, like the charm part. of it all. I think we like on our show, you'll see we do a, like a lot of man on the street stuff, like. Me and TP have never met a stranger. So we'll go up, talk to anybody. We're just, I think, maybe, like, that part of where I'm from. Like, you just, you connect with a lot of different types of people. It's super diverse. You could chop it up with anybody about anything. Also, like, we have a lot of things in common, just, like, similarities in, like, our family values and, like, how we were raised and, like, just a lot of things. Like, uh, we were talking about this earlier. Like, our first road trip, we went to Phoenix. We, I came in late to training camp. I was playing in Spain. I showed up with one day left in training camp, then we went straight into the season. Our first road trip, I was here for one day, met Sid, we went to the cold tub. Then the next day we were on a flight to Phoenix. We hung out the entire day. Yeah. Talking about family, talking about like how we were raised, talking about just like sticking around the league. Everything. Sticking around the league. Just like little things here and there. We're like, wow, we have like a lot in common. Like, mm -hmm. and I don't know if that's like a southern thing. I don't know if it's like our families just brought us up, but it was very, very similar in the fact that, like, just homegrown. Yeah. That dynamic, because I, I've been I've been critical in the past, because, like, WNBA, like, yeah. it's not high-flying. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a dunk guy, like, yeah. it's not, all that stuff. It's not really high-flying, like, right. I can I'm sure it. you could dunk. And Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> can you dunk? Yeah. Yeah, and you, but you lie, just, too. <laughs> yeah, I've I, I, I watched watch some footage. We were coming in. Uh, but, but I guess the attention of what y'all bring, yeah. and y'all y'all have said it a number of times. Like we're not starters. We're not, we're not we're not we're not winning championships. Us. But does anything in the WNBA or anything on your team is it any jealousy or anything like that? No. Because of the fact that the attention of what y'all bring is outside of basketball. But basketball is why people know your names. No, like. My girlfriend put together like the surprise party for us when our show Super premiered. Dope. Yeah. When our show premiered, and that video was on my page, and like our whole our team was there, like three of our coaches were there, our coaches Becky's mom was there to watch the show. So it was like they're happy for us, and I think for them it makes sense because they're like when they watch the first episode, they're like, "This is just how y'all acted last year." Yep. Somebody gave y'all a show off of how y'all yeah. acted last year? <laughs> and we're like, hell yeah. 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 You got rewarded for this behavior? Yeah. And Absolutely. so yeah. it's no jealousy. Like, they're genuinely happy. Like I said, like, people look at the Aces page and, like, look at our relationship and they think that we're, like, bullshitting when we're having fun or, like, trying to just look like we're, like, a team that gets along well. But it's genuine. We actually like each other. And so there's nothing to fake. Mm -hmm. 
about it. It's just like, we're just... We don't like existing. turn on for the cameras. The cameras like just so happen to be around. Mm. And like, there's a difference between that. When when we AAU it from here to LA for yeah. our, our game. <laughs> bus troop. Yeah. We literally had a blast the entire bus ride to LA. We were like, somebody should be filming this. Yeah. All last season, people would be telling us, they're like, somebody needs to be filming y'all. We're like, I know. Get <laughs> this on This is it. good stuff. Hire somebody. <laughs> Hire somebody. Really like, I'm making some really good jokes and nobody's catching it. I have yeah. a question though, you know, uh, you know, kind of like the decision, you know, do do. I watched that. Yeah, it's y'all funny as hell though, bro. Like, you know, they funny. Bro. Nah, they funny as hell. But it's one thing, like Channing, Honestly, like y'all were joking, but he is just super funny. And like, no matter where we go, he entertains. Yeah. You know, like even we meet people in the airport. You know, me, I'm like, oh, what's up, man? Pleasure to meet you. God yeah. bless. Can we take? Yeah. And I yeah. roll. You, you know, yeah. I'm gone. I'm looking. Yeah. Come on, Chan. Like he over there doing. He doing the yeah, entire. I'm gonna crank up on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, but but it's different. It's different to do a show and actually have skits. Yeah. And have and think to yourself, okay, people are gonna laugh at this or people will enjoy this. This can entertain. Like that seems to me sort of intimidating. So what what is that process like for you guys saying, okay, this is what it's gonna be about? You know, we're gonna be the face of the league, or or now we're gonna go see Coach Jen in in Washington and we're gonna put on football pads and yeah. all those things. What is sort of those conversations like? Rashida, Sheeds, Ole. I don't want to. I don't want to butcher her last name, but she's the writer okay. on our show for our sketches, and she was on the show on Freebie called Jury Duty, and she was the bailiff. Bailiff Nikki. Excellent show. Bailiff. She was the bailiff on there. Excellent. The black bailiff. So she's the writer on our show. Okay. And she is phenomenal, and she's hilarious, and so she just spoke so much life into us when we were having to go into these skits because we're doing them with like people who act. So like Kevin on stage was on there. We have like Ar Fightmaster who is on Grey's Anatomy. Like, we have a lot of people who act. So we're going into some of this stuff, like, a little nervous. Like, you want to hold your own. But she did an excellent job of, like, having a script, but also letting us, like, be ourselves. And so I think that helped a lot with the humor. And then our showrunner, our director for the show, Carly Houston. Houston. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm like, because I'm yeah. still to say Houston. Houston, like, everybody just did a really good job, even the people at Together, of letting us be ourselves and like we had a lot of improv moments on the show so it was just it was probably unlike any set that we'll ever be on again so i think they really like they um spoiled us yeah. with what we experienced but it was very helpful like, and they like just like continuously like poured into us we've never done acting before ever and it's yeah i've only taken classes never like on a show i was mary in the nativity anything. scene in the second grade play <laughs> It was a really big Mary one. was tall as hell. I was the biggest Mary you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> but I rocked that role, and this is my second lead role um, as myself. But being in front of a camera is so different, and they're like, be yourself. And you're like, but I'm on camera. What do you do with your arms? Like, right. how do you act naturally yourself? And people were like, just pouring into it. And I think a big part of it was like, us remaining naive to the process. Like, we didn't know if we were doing good or bad. We were just taking in all the feedback that everybody was giving us, and we just, like, took it as positive. What, what if it was, like, awful? Like, right. y'all could really do a much better job, though. Oh, we thank you. Oh, thank great. You, thank yeah, you, like, thank you. we were just feeding into all of that, and it was just really nice that we were able to be ourselves in such a ridiculous manner. And really, like, the little tidbits here and there and just, like, the mentorship of, like, Sheets and Carly and, like, all these people that had been around the game for a while kind of, like, just giving us 
little tidbits here and there, but nothing that you were like paranoid or self-conscious about like overdoing it or like not like presenting well on camera. So it was a really easy process once you got used to it. And once we like found our chemistry naturally like on camera, it felt really good. You can tell like, or we can tell the things that we filmed early on okay. and the things that we were filming later on because gotcha. like we just like settled in and became like a lot less nervous, or at least I did. No, you said you should use your head, your assistant coach headshot for Bryce. You look like such a nerd, bro. Oh, Wait, no. I need to see this. Hey, you never seen it? No. Oh my god, you know how they tell you too. Oh, I thought you were about to pull smile. Hey, smile. Hey, you know how they tell you though? Know, it's like you, you tilt your body one way, but you got to turn your head hey, like yeah, you got to turn your chin, your chin like this. You shady, ain't hey. <laughs> No, but, but I'm gonna have some shit. I don't get to have a lot of fun all the time. I've been having to be serious all the time. I'm gonna get with Lou and we can do a yeah. <laughs> Do y'all try to, it's, it's so funny to see because y'all don't make the money that NBA makes. What? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> News to me. It's not high <laughs> chance. So it's not did, high did, did you not Did right. you not know that? Right, he, keep, he just keeps telling us the negative about what we don't have. It's not They're not Nobody watches. Hey, hey ladies, I'm, I'm the asshole. Like, yeah, y'all ain't making no money like the NBA makes. Like, yeah, yeah, y'all motherfuckers still Bell need it. to. How many, how many times has Steph Curry dunked? Like, we have people that are dunking. <laughs> he gets paid a lot of money. He barely dunks. It's a good point. Touche. Like, do y'all encourage the young girls? Because yeah. y'all aren't young. Y'all, y'all aren't young. Y'all been in like We're you say, keep saying decades. Thank you. Yeah, y'all old motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all motherfuckers. What? Y'all old and broken. Ain't worth a fuck. That's there we go. <laughs> it's essentially but, what we signed up like for. I like them. Yeah, but but like, I, I just look at it and I, I I'm I see that y'all have pivoted, and y'all try to. Ooh, you could be on a TV show. You know, I, I do a TV show. But y'all are really trying to do it. But like, the thought of the next step, do, yeah. does young, do young players walk in WNBA and they need to worry about the next yeah, step? That's true. Because y'all have, have transitioned, yeah. but if they don't understand that they have to transition, they don't yeah. know what their life's going to be. Right. I feel like we do. I, I feel like with our rookies, like, we talk about that stuff. I know most teams that I've been on, like, I try to impart a lot of wisdom to the rookies, just about either what my experience has been, if I see them struggling with, like, a similar experience, or just trying to help them, like, find their way and teaching them how to, like, be a pro. Because yeah. when you come from college, it's not easy to just know how to be a pro. You need good vets to teach you. And so a lot of the young players, I think, you come in and you're just so gung-ho about making it on a team in the W and sticking around that you don't realize at some point this is gonna end. So definitely like have some other passions. Mm -hmm. Think about other stuff that you wanna do after, but definitely milk this time that you're in the league. Try as much as you can, because the league will offer like apprenticeships in the off season, internships. They'll pay for, if you wanna go to school, they'll like reimburse you up to a certain amount. Like, so there are things you should definitely take advantage of while you're in the league and while you can, or even like the, the Nike program, like, if you're a former player in the league, they'll, um, they'll give you, like, you can apply for a two-year job with Nike. Cool. If you do well in your two years, they might offer you another position. But these are just, like, little things where if you don't know what you want to do after basketball, there are a lot of things in place to help you, but you have to take advantage. TP, you, um, well, coaching is in your DNA. Your mom, your mom was a beast. Oh, yeah. Like I refuse to play against my mom. Yeah? <laughs> Her she high school over. coaching, her teams, uh, I think she uh, led Nichols to the first, their first ever uh, NCAA 
Do you ever think about coaching? I do think about coaching. And I think that like, when my mom was at, my mom started off at St. Martin's High School, then she went to Loyola University of New Orleans. And I remember, I really remember watching her games at Loyola. And Loyola is an NAIA school in New Orleans. They play in a rec gym. But in my head, when I was six years old, I was going to the Super Bowl every day. That gym, those teams were the best teams I've ever seen in my life. So being able to watch my mom, and my, my, whether my mom was coaching high school, college, all-star games, what have you, she brought it the same way every single day. She set the standard of work ethic, just like believing in yourself, working hard, showing like, putting it all out there regardless of like what level you're on because it matters to somebody. You're gonna impact somebody. So having somebody like that in my life, like my mom to set that example early on, really made me wanna be a coach. Now, we're talking about coaching today. We're not even talking about coaching. I feel like we're talking about NIL. Right. And I feel like that's right. doing a lot more like coaching. You're doing yeah, like you're doing a lot more like personality managing and stuff like that. I would love to coach. I love being involved with the youth, like understanding how their brain works. Because if you talk to a teenager these days, you're gonna be like, what are you talking about? Like, what kind of nonsense is coming out of your mouth? But it's just like, that's how they conceptualize the world. That's how they see the world. And it's just like so interesting what they see nowadays. And so I would love to be some kind of coach, potentially. I would love to be maybe a GM or like definitely involved in sport. Because one thing about sport is once you're involved with a team, in my opinion, the best part about sports is the relationships you build along the way, the people that you meet along the way. Like the game will stop, the ball will stop bouncing. But like, I know me and Sid will be friends for forever. And that's strictly because we met in the locker room one day on the same team. Yeah. So like, I think there's like bigger pieces. And I think maybe not necessarily coaching, but like a GM and building those pieces because we all know that it doesn't just take points going through in the end zone or through the basket to win games. A lot of the times it's chemistry, what's going on in the locker room that will reflect how you play on the court. So building those teams and having people that like are like a Sid and I to have like those cohesive relationships makes a big difference. And I think that's what the fun part is about well, being a GM. I, I think you have, I think you have what it takes simply because you talk about relationships. You talk about being on the outside, being able to look back in, you know, 10 years, being on teams, uh, playing internationally, understanding NIL, understanding through your show, brand sponsorship, partnerships, all these different things, being able to bring these young ladies in so they can understand that the background, the mindset your mom taught you, being a player, all those different things, winning the championship. So you, ha you have what it takes to be a GM and being able to micromanage. So it's just a matter of you saying, this is exactly what I want to do. Oh, are y'all flirting? No. Hey, hey too, they're going to also be like, hey, you telling me, they're be like, you telling me how to live, GM, TP, but this is you and Sid. Let me bring right, you back right. to episode four. Back in a four. Of, uh, episode like, four of season three. It's 2023, right? <laughs> I'm, I, it about to be 2023. I hope somebody goes in GM position. I think the same way this show is thrown at me. Well, I'm going to be the asshole. He's always the asshole. Do y'all understand the wage gap? between NBA and WNBA. Oh, we're back to this. Yeah. yeah. Do y'all understand it? 
Yeah. Yes, why are you yelling at? <laughs> like, I, I, I just, because this whole thing, we've been doing this for years, and I've been telling them, like, it's, it's, a, diff it's a different level of game when the yeah. big six eights right. are dunking and doing the reverses and all. Hell. For sure. But they're not doing that. So what does that got to do, do with it? I'm just saying, like, the, like the, the wage gap and all that, because them dudes making $30 million a year, yeah, yeah. And, no, and it's a whole team that doesn't make $30 million. Yeah. No, I think, like, for us, when we... I think even for other women's leagues, like, well, specifically for the league, for the W, we were more so fighting for um, us to get a certain percentage of the revenue that was coming in. Like, before, I think it was, like, 80-20. And so we were saying it should be 50-50. Like, the players should be getting 50% of the revenue because people watch sports for the athletes. So why are we not splitting our salaries off 50% of the revenue? That only makes sense to us, if not us getting more. Yes. So... We're never, like, saying we need to be making what the men make. I think a lot of people listen to us fighting for, like, better pay, and that's all they hear. But for us, it's like we want a percentage, the correct percentage. And we also see that over the course of the last few years, the viewership of the WNBA, viewership of college women's basketball has increased dramatically especially mm -hmm. when big games are happening. Like, probably for the WNBA Finals for our game tonight, I don't know what the numbers were, but a lot of big names were at the game. Like, this isn't something that you saw at the WNBA a lot, of, like, mm -hmm. a few years ago. Things are definitely changing because you got players like Asia, Chelsea, Stewie, Jonquil. Like, you have certain players out there that people are coming yeah. to see. And when those teams make it to the finals or when those teams are in the semifinals and you have the games on networks that are easily visible to a lot of people, people will tune in and watch. And no, it's not a lot of dunking, but they see fundamental basketball. They see people can shoot the shit out the ball. They see the passing. Like, it's still the, a pretty game. I, I always say the, the foundational skill level is better in women's sports. I agree. Because it's so many men, you do get to use that athleticism as a crutch. Yeah. The fact that I am 6'11", and I can put the ball in the... the like, yeah. you, you know, you can do those things. Yeah. I think, though, like, my, my question would be... Not even my question. I guess my statement would be is I agree with them. Like, being part of the, N the NFL PA, it was never that we were going to get... Everybody was going to get a certain amount of money or everybody was going to be a millionaire. Everybody was going to get a $100 million contract. Yeah. But it was as the whole of us, we wanted a percent or percentage that reflected what we, we did do. for the league. And that's all they were asking for. Yeah. It wasn't about let us get paid like yeah. them. It was let us get paid in a way that mirrors what we do for you guys and put money in y'all pockets. Correct. And I think that's that that's extremely fair. Like that 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 makes total sense to me. And that was a fight that is worth having. Yeah. But my question Thanks. would be this: like, just to end the show, would it be like we ask everybody this question. It's about your biggest pivot, mm -hmm. you know. And for women in your sport, for your life and now transitioning in a way that, okay, now this is something I can do with the rest of my life. You know, one at a time, I don't care who goes first. What has been your biggest pivot that got you to this moment that shaped who both of you are as people and as players? I think for me, I was overseas in 2019 and I was like, I hadn't got, I hadn't like heard that I would be in a training camp or that I was gonna be invited to a training camp. I'm like TP, I've always gotten, training camp contracts and I got to make the team so I don't unpack my bags either. I told myself that I wasn't going to play again in 2019 and it was looking like I wasn't and that was when I got a training camp contract for Vegas and 
that season, it wasn't like something life-changing for me basketball-wise, but for like the videos that I was making on my page and showing that I'm interested in comedy and acting and then meeting our social media guy for the Aces, he really like put me out there on their page and my like fan base started to grow based on like comedy, nothing to do with basketball for real. Cause I was doing like this chant for the Aces. I was doing this Lady Aces chant and it kept like gaining traction. Like people still talk to me about it to this day. They're like, please just do it one more time. But for me, that year changed like um, how I went about like my acting career and my comedy. Cause I was gonna be done with basketball, but because I got that, God said, no, you got one more year of basketball. I went and that season changed what was gonna happen for me post basketball. And so for me, I'm really grateful that I got that opportunity that year cause now we have this show. That was really great, son. Thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> your turn. When I was in high school, my senior year, I was like, heavily decorated McDonald's All-American, what have you, top whatever play in the country. And I went to LSU and I was, I'm from New Orleans, LSU was like always gonna be on the top of my mind, but I was recruited by everybody. And I was, when I showed up to campus, I rode the bench for two years. I was the white kid at the end of the bench that got in with 30 seconds left. If we were up 30 or down 30, and that was like who I was. So I went from McDonald's All-American to be like, what happened? Like, and all of a sudden, I was just like, all of our seniors graduated, and I was like, they have to play me. They have to. There's literally nobody else on the team. <laughs> I have to play. <laughs> so that summer, I worked my butt off, and I like truly understood what it meant to like really work hard. And I always worked hard, and I, I like thought I worked hard. I like put in the work. But this summer, I like took it to another level. And after that summer, I just had a new outlook on like where mentally I could push myself to go, where I could push my barriers of when fatigue hit and like how much further I could go through that. Or, you know, when I said I couldn't do something, that was like a challenge for me. I was like, ah, like I'm tired, I can't. I'm like, I said I can't. I'm about to just do it one more time, like just to tell myself that I can. So it, it became a mentality thing for me after, you know, sitting on the bench, watching everybody play, wanting to play, not wanting to leave my school. I never once thought about getting into the transfer portal. Like, I love my school. It was like where I wanted to be. So I was like, I'm gonna, I chose this school for a reason and I'm gonna make it my own again. And I, first game of my junior year, I started and uh, I wasn't like the biggest jumper on the team. So I wasn't jumping in high school. Like all I did was jump. I was like six, five, everybody else was like five what? So. We walk on the court and I realize, oh, I don't know where to stand. I like turn around, I was like, where do I go? <laughs> <laughs> and that that was my junior year. Yeah. But like in that was like the year that really kind of like changed my outlook on on everything. Man, that's so dope. Yeah. Um, so I want to give you guys a chance to talk about your show. Tell us where we could find it. It's funny us, as hell, bro. Because they're actually, funny. Cause they're actually very talented. Y'all like, y'all really are extremely talented. But tell everybody where we could find your show, where we could catch it. So our show is on Maximum Effort um, channel on Fubo TV. Uh, but you can also catch it on, like, Freebie, Tubi, LG Vizio Plus, LG Channel, Pluto TV, Sling TV. You can watch on demand. Um, if you follow, like, Together, T-O-G, E-T-H-X-R, and then follow me and TP on social media. 
um, you'll be able to see us like blast out how people can we watch it. We tweet out the link to watch easily. it. Easily. Yeah, we try yeah. to do it like every week. Because if you don't catch it live and you don't have Fubo, then yeah. there's only certain ways to watch it. I think Sling has like a direct link to go directly to the show. Yeah each episode but yeah like thank y'all so much no, for having is... us on like love your show thank you um, it. i love yeah, this platform so y'all created and hopefully in the future like me and tp will be able to create something like this for for like female athletes yeah. and just it, it's, it's it's inspiring but um it's also cool to see that y'all have pivoted you know from yeah. football and have done something like this so this meant a lot to have us on why y'all ain't bring the rings though the oh, most sorry. expensive rings in Damn. women's sports. That was dumb. Where the rings at? That was dumb. We don't wear them like it's probably okay for y'all to wear big rings don't and say stuff, nothing. but like don't our fingers, say nothing. our fingers don't are say like nothing. small. I know what you want to say. Crazy. Oh, Champions don't gonna... wear their rings. <laughs> Champions just, don't wear their rings. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. You I don't set even know up. my ring. You set yourself up. No, I'm asking y'all. <laughs> yeah, like you know you got a ring. I know. So why you gotta wear it for other people? But see the people that don't. Why you whispering? We want to see. This is for the champions. <laughs> no, I want to see y'all ring. You know what I'm saying? That's our bad. Yeah, you know oh, what? Oh. You know, all this means is that. That's our bad. We're going to have y'all on season two of our show. I was just about to say that. Make sure we have the rings there. You guys awesome. on your show. Okay. Y'all need to come on our show. We would love that. We appreciate you. Come on, let's do it. This was awesome. Thank you, class. Yeah. I appreciate you. 6'5. 6'5. Where at? All right here. Damn. This is a big body bend. I say a big body bend. Thank you so much. That Shaq, that Shaq throwback is hard. Man, that's a throwback. That is dope. You yeah. Yeah. Shaq you're gonna each other. So yeah, so yeah, we can do it if y'all want to do the regular comedy stuff. I'm gonna start doing stuff at the improv. Oh my god, please. And then just yeah, and that's his stand up. Y'all three real talk. Like, Class yeah. clowns. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. Like people just want to laugh, so that's what yes. we're gonna do. Yeah. So hey, we totally and we totally glossed over the fact that y'all went crazy tonight too. Yeah. Oh, thank that you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, can we get that a picture? We didn't. We, we, oh, we, we, we didn't. We didn't get to see it though. Cause we were supposed to be. I know. I know. I can't believe they did that. That's crazy. Hold up. Limitless. They got some guy pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. Uh, on the mission, got me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, on the vision, I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up.